The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Look how we throwing and catch it, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Call me now, listen. Everyone play their position. Buffalo got a trip. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it way. again. Top of the table, we flipping. We on a mission. To another edition of the Rico Report, to follow your brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. If you guys are wondering who this is, Drip Sanchez. Go hit that, download that, stream that, head on that. Drip Sanchez, let's go. we are here. We are live. If you guys are here, do me a favor, smash that like while you guys are in here. If you guys have not followed, follow and smash that like once again. Let's go, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Record Report. I appreciate y'all. You know I do. And uh, had to show love to my man, Drip Sanchez. Comes through with that unstoppable track is what it's called, Unstoppable. So we hope to continue to be, you know what I'm saying, unstoppable at least in the third quarter. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when we kind of somewhat come alive and just shut you know, things down. But uh, we hope to be unstoppable the rest of the year, right up until the big game. And just, you know what I mean? Just close and finish and just finally give Buffalo what Buffalo needs. And you know what that is. That's that Lombardi trophy, man. Everybody's trying to get that Lombardi, but it's eluded the Bills <laughs> for too long. It's eluded the bills for too long, and that's exactly what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just chill on that and just leave that. So, folks, welcome to another edition. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And uh, let's get right to it, man. I mean, quick, quick recap, man. The Bills are now 3-1. and one. The Bills are now 3-1 and one in the thick of things in the AFC. Uh, shout out to a, a wonderful second half put on by just a, a collective group. Uh, it's a, And it's going to be, a, it looks like it's going to be a tight race, folks. It's going to be a tight race in this freaking AFC conference, let alone the AFC East. You got the Dolphins at 3-1. and one. Uh, I mean, they 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 took an L with the uh, the likes of Teddy Bridgewater taking over Tua, and um, Tyreek still had numbers. It's a good team, guys. We know this Dolphins team made some major improvements, new coaching philosophies, new angles on things, and uh, a little bit of a hunger, a hunger to get out of the Bills' shadow as as of you know the last three years at least. We can at least talk about that. So. Dolphins three and one. Obviously, the Bills are back at it at three and one. It would have looked horrible. It would have looked awful if the Bills were two and two tied with the Jets. Golly. And the Patriots are one and three. And it's not anything shocking. We kind of expected the Patriots to be where they're at. Now they played tough teams. They they duked it out right at right to the end, but just not enough. Not enough firepower. You got Brian Horry that came in and just got, I, mean, I don't know what the heck that was. And now it's Zappy. Zappy's doing his thing out there in New England. But uh, right now, it's this is the look, man. 3-1 Dolphins and 3-1 Bills. And shoot, the way things are coming, man, this might go to, to, to right to the end if these guys are trying to push us. So that's why we can't lose the guys in the division. 
And the fact that we gave one up to the Dolphins, they have the right to, you know, bump their gums a little bit. But payback is a bitch. And we will certainly, uh, re- you know what I mean? We, we'll certainly give them the, the due back in when we, we face them, what, week 15? When it's nice and cold and chilly. You know what I'm saying? When it's just right for us, we're going to whap that. We're going to... You know, We'll take care of business. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. So, folks, welcome. Uh, listen, let's, let's quick recap, man. Recap uh, the the Ravens recap, whatever you want to call it, man. Um, I ain't going to stay too long on it. What a freaking what a second half, man. What a second half. Buffalo Bills PR came out with a, a wicked stat. Um, we we've only allowed seven points, seven points in the second half of games this year. Seven points. We've played four games. September is in the books. Four games. Seven points in the second half. Unfreaking believable. The last team that did that was the 2009 Denver Broncos. And they won the Super. No, they didn't. <laughs> you know what happened with them? They went eight and eight. So I love the stat. The stat is amazing, but it really absolutely means nothing. It means absolutely nothing because it's just, this is football, man. This is football. That's exactly what it is. So you can sit there and relish on that on that stat line. But there's a whole lot of football left to play. But nonetheless, this is great. I have a friend of mine that that used to he used to like you know poke fun because when Buffalo would have a, a nice start to a year and I'd be excited, I'm like, man, y'all better watch out because what Bills fans always do this, right? You better watch out because you know what I mean. It's a different year. He's like, dude, we're in September. What do you want to be the September champs? They'll talk to me when you know when the, the 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 ground is cold, when the snow is in the in the air. Talk to me then. Well, listen, man, we've been doing it the last four or five years now. We've been we've been we've been knocking at the door, so we're hoping that we can, I mean, take care of business when uh, when it's when it comes time. That's the hope, at least. That's the hope. So, uh, welcome everybody. We got a, what uh, just just under two hundred people watching right now. Uh, shout out to y'all that watching from Facebook, Twitter. Shout out to y'all watching from Twitch. How many people we got watching from Twitch? Let's see. What we got tonight? Tonight, just a single from Twitch. I like it. I'll take that. Um, and uh, you know what I'm saying? The YouTube squad, man. Strong as always. And shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to the chat. And if you guys are in the chat and you guys, you know I mean, have not uh, have not been on in a while, let me know where you guys are from. You know what I'm saying? Because we always, we have fans from all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you, if you rep in, you know I mean, Western New York, you know what I mean, represent you, you rep in the West Coast. Let me know. You repping, you repping up in Canada? Let me know. You feel me? So uh, welcome to another edition, folks. So let's get into it, man. We have a depleted freaking receiving core. We got, we got, a, we got a depleted receiving core. I mean, I'm going to get into the Ravens talk a little after. We'll recap on that. But right now, is it something for us to kind of say, I don't like what I see? Isaiah McKenzie, concussion protocol. So who knows if he'll be ready to go by that game, especially with what happened to Tua. I assume our department, our our, our med team is going to say, mm, let's just make sure 100 percent that he's ready to go. We ain't going. We're not going to we're going to we're not going to make this turn into a everybody point at the Buffalo med team. I mean, leave that mess in Miami. So who knows if they keep him out for this game? Right. Jake Kumro is week to week. So we don't know if he's going to be ready to go. Jamison Crowder, the guy that we had a lot of high hopes for, missed a few game, few, missed a few practices in camp, and now has a broken ankle. Probably done for the year, most likely. 
So we're now down to Stefan Diggs, a, a hobbled, hobbled Gabriel Davis that played a high number, a high number of snaps, mind you. I think he played like almost like 92% of snaps last game. So he's in always. That's it. That's where we're, that's where we're at. And now we've got to bring some players up. So it's Diggs and Davis. Diggs and Davis. Forget about the tight ends. I'm talking about the receiving core right now. So are we to be worried? If Diggs is gassed up, he's gassed. He's like, man, I'm doing everything. Or Gabriel Davis just can't, you know what I'm saying? He's, his, he re-injures himself or he retweaks that ankle. Can be problematic. But you know what? There is someone that we can bring up that has been making a lot of noise all throughout camp, all in the offseason, and that is Mr. You know what I'm saying? We're not even going to call him his, by his full name. We're going to say Shakir season. Is it time for Shakir to shine? Is it time? Well, the time is now. Now, here's the deal, though. It's a given that Shakir will be brought up. You know it's going to happen. So that's a given. So it goes Diggs, a hobble Davis. And I'm going to assume Davis is going to be a lot better next week. Um, you mean more rest on the, on the foot. Hopefully that works out well. So then now you got Shakir. So there's your, there's your three right there. But you need depth, right? You need special teamers. In comes Isaiah Hodgins, right? Isaiah Hodgins, once again, was right near the end of making this squad. It was really between him and Jake Kumro. Jake Kumro edged him out solely because of his special teams ability. Because at the end of the day, Isaiah, Isaiah Hodgins was actually outplaying him offensively. Offensively, he was outplaying Jake Kumro, but Jake Kumro has the edge. And not that Jake Kumro is a bum, he's not. He can play. But at the end of the day, he could have been pushed off by Hodgins. So Hodgins comes in. So now there's your four, right? Now who's returning? If Shakir is going to be our main, th- our main slot, and if McKenzie's out, you can't risk putting Shakir back there to do punt return and kick return duties. So what now? Who else do you bring up? I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, who's on the practice squad? Who else is out there? So we got Tanner Gentry. We brought him back. We've got Tavon Austin that is known for his special teams ability. He can be back there. Who else? Who else we got? We don't got Marquez Stevenson. He's dealing with that foot. He's on IR. So it's out of question. So that's, that's what we're looking at. Tavon Austin, Isaiah Hodgins, and maybe Tanner Gentry has to come up. Maybe bring all three guys up. Who knows? Or we, or we go heavily with three tight ends. We, bring, we, we activate Tommy Sweeney. We get Morris in there. And we get our guy Dawson. Are we going big? Now, we're facing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh. Ah, this is weird for me, man. Pittsburgh is always like right in the thick of things. Pittsburgh is in the thick of things. And right now, it's not looking real good. It's not looking real good. And I got a question coming in from my man uh, where I saw the question. Uh, Scott Blakely says, is, is it for sure that uh, Stevenson is out? Is that the question here? Uh, McKenzie, excuse me. Is McKenzie out? Um, we, I just know he's in, he's in concussion protocol, so we don't know. 
I'm only assuming he might be out based on making sure that he's a hundred percent. They're not trying to, they're not trying to have any, any storylines about Buffalo and withholding information, yada, yada, yada. So let's just say he's out. Let's just say that's our receiving core. Diggs, Davis, Shakir. I'm so used to saying Diggs, Davis, Beasley, right? So it's Diggs, Davis, Shakir, how time flies, right? Diggs, Davis, Shakir, Hodgins, I'm assuming will get brought up. Maybe Tanner Gentry. And who knows if Kuhn Rose is healthy to come back in. I know he was week to week, so who knows what's going on. So I see a lot of people saying maybe bring up Duke Johnson. So we already have five running backs active, right? And I count, I count Reggie Gilliam as one of them. Then you got our three backs. And then you got Taiwan Jones. There's your five. You want to add a sixth? I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. Now, keep it a move. If somebody said, yo, call Emmanuel Sanders out of, uh, out of retirement. He, 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 might even, he might even suit up. He would probably suit up. I'm not going to lie. So right now, here's the deal, what it comes down to. The question really is, are you worried about the depth of receiver going into the game against Pittsburgh Steelers? We get to face Levi Wallace. That'll be fun if he's still starting out there. But that'll be fun, right? There's no Minka Fitzpatrick to deal with. That guy's a dog. Actually, what am I saying? There's no meaning. We got to deal with him. Excuse me. And so that we've got, we can't be, we can't be all willy nilly with the football because that boy's a ball hawk. He will, he's, he's everywhere. He's like another form of Troy Polamalu. The guy's just wherever the ball is, that's where he's at. So we've got to be very careful with that football. I'm not here to say we're going to wax the Steelers. Listen, they're a very well coached team and I'm never just going to count somebody out. And Pickens is, is, is Kenny Pickens is going to be out there. Pickett, excuse me. Um, saying Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is going to be out there, but who knows? We don't know too much about him. So it's going to be interesting. We knew all a lot. We knew all about Mitch Trubisky. That would have been, all right, we know what, what the deal is with, with Mitchie. But now we're dealing with, you know what I mean, little Kenny. So it's Kenny time. So we don't know. We're, we're going we're gonna to do what we're supposed to do, right? I, I have trust in Leslie Frazier. But the main question comes back to, are we worried about the depletion in our receiving core? And here's the answer, straight up. Heck no. Because that's been the talk, and I'm saying heck no. And I've brought this up late last year. Some may remember it. Some may not. And I brought it up this offseason. And we're to the point where Allen, I mean, listen, when you go back to Tom Brady, the Tom Brady years, minus 2007, when Randy Moss was over there, Tom Brady, at one point, he could get away with good players. None of them had to be elite. There was never any elite receivers that Tom Brady played with while he was in New England. The only elite receiver that I remember being over there is Randy Moss. So I, in my opinion, believe that Josh Allen is in that, he's, he's in that, he's in that realm where not that it doesn't matter who you put at receiver, but he's so damn good that he could get away with having just the one, the one playmaker on the squad because he doesn't just fixate on one Matthew Stafford. You killed me. I had Allen Robinson. I still won my damn fantasy game, might I add. But freaking Matthew Stafford, there's more than one receiver. This is my point. Thank goodness we have someone like Josh Allen that doesn't matter who is on the field 
If you're open, I'm going to throw you the football. Your job is to make sure you bring that thing down. And I really feel that we can put in a Tanner Gentry and Tanner Gentry will play well. We can put in a Isaiah Hodgins and I help Hodgins will make a play. Is he's he's that good? He is that good. I was listen, man. It's very rare that I I, I will say I was oh, I can't even say, I can't even believe I'm about to say this. I was gushing about Josh Allen last week. I was just I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed. Somebody said get rid of Robinson. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that Matthew Stafford is a bell that comes on in Matthew Stafford's head. Then he says, wait a minute, I got two receivers, and this guy is a dog. But Matthew Stafford keeps messing around. So you deserve that L you took last week, this week. Anyway, moving on. Jo I, I just think that Josh Allen is that good that he can just distribute the ball anywhere because he's, he's the ultimate dual threat. Honestly, the last person that was, that was anything that resembled anything like Josh Allen with size, ability to run the football, ability to throw the rock down the field is Cam Newton. Who is as as big, as big and as and as athletic as Josh Allen? It wasn't. I, I would. I'm not even going to say Ben Roethlisberger. It wasn't Ben Roethlisberger. Although Ben Roethlisberger was a big boy and he had he could move, he could get downfield if he needed to. But he was not even close to anything like Josh Allen. Some people say Dante Culpepper with his with those tiny little hands, but <laughs> you're not wrong though. Dante Culpepper was a big boy. He could he could run and he could he had a he had a missile. He had a missile, but he also had Randy Moss. You know what I mean? He also had Randy Moss. But it's the point I'm trying to make is Josh Allen's that freaking good, man. He's that good. Listen, if you gave me like two or three weeks in that playbook, shoot, you might even throw me in that slot. I'd be like, yo, just tell me where to go, baby. I'll, I'll do what I need to do. Allen just make, he'd make me look good. That's how, that's how he, that's how much he's arrived. That's how much he's arrived. So this whole receiving core being banged up, I hate it because obviously depth is a big part of this Buffalo Bills team. If you look around, and honestly, if you really look around on this team and you go, damn, Tremaine Edmonds hurt. He can't play. Or Tremaine Edmonds had a family emergency. He had to leave. You, you still got Matt Milano. You can put Tyrell Dotson in there, and Tyrell Dotson is 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 a good is a good backup, and I'm I wouldn't hate it at all. I wouldn't hate it at all. Even Balen Specter had some time where he shined and he was looking pretty pretty damn good. So like I could say, oh, okay, we're not we're not bad, right? You go to your, I don't know, defensive line. Von Miller's out. It would suck, but we didn't have Von Miller last year. So guess what? AJ Epinesa, Carlos Basham, Greg Rousseau on the other side. Right, we've got depth is what we we have, right? Micah Hyde is out. Demar Hamlin, Jaquan Johnson, right? There's guys that you just don't you don't really worry. It's just one of it's just one of those things that we've prided ourselves on the depth of this team, right? O line, right now we got some guys banged up, but like you saw what Josh Allen did with that whole right side of the line just out of there. He was he was running a little bit, but he was still still able to put up 400 yards plus. Right, mean, cornerback. Yeah, <laughs> Trey White is down. Dane Jackson, Kyer Elam, Christian Benford. Like, what more? What more can I say? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it we've got we pride ourselves on depth on this team because there's a whole lot of squads you can go out there and say, yo, if this guy goes down, who you got? 
If this guy goes down, who that's what you got. Hey, sorry, sorry to feel about that. The only the one position that I would say that if if this position were something were to happen, we're screwed. But that's a lot of teams in this league, and that's the quarterback position. Because I I ain't a fan of, of of what I've seen from from the impersonator. You know what I'm saying? The 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 jokester on our squeeze in in Case Keenum. Case Keenum is cool and all, but I don't know if I want to see Case Keenum. You know what I'm saying? Getting in the game unless it's fourth quarter and we just blowing the team out. And that's facts. But we've got great depth on this team. So with Josh Allen's freaking strength at everything, dude, man, like he's unstoppable. I, I honestly, there are a lot of quarterbacks to fear in this game. And Lamar Jackson is one. That's one quarterback you just have to fear. Because worst thing is like you, he will take off on you 75 yards. The Dolphins found out. Although they still freaking won that game, but the Dolphins found out. You take away the targets, he'll just take off on you. Now we did a good job of bottling him up, but that's that's one guy that teams would fear. Another team, another team with a quarterback that you fear, obviously is Patrick freaking Mahomes. That jackass, and I say that with all the respect in the world, is dangerous. It's a dangerous piece of shit. Can't stand him. Can't stand ya. I just can't. I can't. If you guys know what that reference is from, shout out to you. I can't stand that dude, man, but I respect him because he's that dude. He's good. He's elite, right? And then there's Josh Allen. You fear a guy like Josh Allen. It's the play is never over with Josh Allen. Never. Do you think you have him? Think twice because he just stiff-armed your 300-pound DT and he's still on his feet. Oh, by the way, that was the first down. How the hell did he get out of that? We're, we're privileged to have this freaking guy. So in terms of our depth, I ain't worried because 17 has everything in freaking control. He has everything in control. You can't even hate on that. He's just that. He's that guy. He's that guy, pal. He's just that guy. And I, and I love the fact that we have him. By the way, shout out to my man, Rated G. Comes in with a super chat and says, hey, off topic, but I missed the segment. I missed the segment. Here is my good, the defense, the bad, offense, turnovers, ugly. <laughs> Me thinking Poirier was replaceable in the offseason. We can, we can go back and revisit that. Rated G, I appreciate that. We can go back and visit that. But I like that. Your good was what? You said your good was the defense. That was obvious. I mean, the bad was the offensive turnovers. Facts. Now, the ugly, you're right about that. The fact that you thought that uh, Jordan Poyer was replaceable in this, in this defense. Listen, there's a lot of people that probably thought that thought as well. It came across their mind, but we didn't anticipate that both him and Hyde would be out. If you had to choose between the two a lot, and I put a poll out there, and a lot, it was, it was, people were pretty torn. They were pretty torn, right? And look at us right now. Look at us now. Look at us now. We're sitting here with just Poyer and Hyde being out. And I'm sure it's killing Hyde that he's out. I'm sure of it. You work so damn hard in the offseason, then you have this happen to you. It blows. But yeah, man, that is very ugly of you to think that you can just replace Jordan Poyer like that. Shame on you. Shame on you, good sir. But I appreciate that super chat, my man. Appreciate that. Uh, love. Now, in this, as we speak about the depletion of our receiving core, there is a silver lining in this situation, right? And it takes it, it took it took Gabriel Davis last year, just again to give you guys an example. It took Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley to not suit up against the Patriots. And here we are with Isaiah McKenzie coming in, 
and a guy has a monster game, monster of a game. But we would have never thought that would have happened with both Gabe and Kobe being out there. And we're like, okay, so who's going to step up? Obviously, it's going to have to be Stephon Diggs. Blah, blah, blah. And it was, it happened to be freaking Lil Dirty. But we would have never known if those things didn't happen. So right now, we're facing a situation where we have both slot receivers potentially out. Right? And the way that our med team has been functioning, they're taking all the precaution in the world to just say, if I don't need to play you, I ain't going to play you. So there could be a chance if Isaiah McKenzie, it's possible for him to come back and play. They might just say, just take an extra week off, man. We're good. We got Shakir, we got Hodgins, and we got Tanner. If they call all three guys up. I just don't know how they're going to play this. But my goodness. What a time to be alive, man. Well, you can do that. Because right now, that silver lining, if those two guys can't go, is Khalil freaking Shakir. And I'm excited for that. And if you guys did not pick him up in fantasy, Shame on you. But I can't pick him up because that means I have to drop that guy or that guy. Well, <laughs> put your big point pants on and drop that player that you think that is going to ball out for you. Just saying. But I'm big on that, man. I am huge. I'm excited. Like, I'm looking forward to this game to see what Shakir gives Allen. Because that's what, that's what it's about, man. What are you going to bring to the table for me? And what are you going to bring to the table for this team? Because you know me, number 17, I'm ready to rock all day, every day. Will you match my energy? And as a rookie, you damn right. You damn freaking right. By the way, my man James comes in and says, yo, is it OBJ time, Rico? <laughs> it ain't OBJ time. OBJ right now is hoeing himself around. I don't like that, first of all. Stop hoeing yourself around, man. Listen, if you want to be with us, just chill out, shut your ass up, and wait till we call your number. Stop hoeing your ass around, going to the Giants and going to LA. And hey, hey. <laughs> yo, cut it out, man. I don't like my, I don't like my, my receivers just shopping themselves around. If you want to be with me, be with me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like when you start dating and there's one girl that you like and she's, she's just not sure yet. So she's dating that guy and dating this guy and dating that guy. And every guy she's dating, you know them. I'm like, yo, quit it, man. Just sit down and just chill out and just wait for me. I'm coming for you. Just wait for me. But these, these girls these days, man, they don't, they don't want to wait. And these, these players out here, they don't want to wait. But there's always that, that person that waits for the right situation. And maybe Odell coming to Buffalo is the right situation. Hey, we're just speculating here, folks. We're just speculating. Because right now, the way the receiving core is looking like right now, and if he were ready to go, it would be a beautiful, you know what I'm saying, transition for him to come on the squad right now. But that's neither here nor there. So quit holding yourself around, OBJ. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, now, I got a bone to pick. Somebody, somebody my, my man Rev, my man Rev said, yo, Rico and his damn analogies every week. I have analogies for days, man. I had to, I, listen, man, I got it. Let me get off topic real quick. My daughter today. So we signed, we signed both my daughters up for soccer, right? So one of them is extremely athletic. Just, just naturally, she's that, that's girl. She's that girl. And then my, my middle girl, she's more the artistic one, but she wants to get involved in sports. Anyway, neither here nor there. So we're getting ready to go and shop for them to get cleats and, shin pads and all that stuff and i said and I, I don't know but listen i'll talk i'll just speak on my experience black folk when you're about to go out with your parents we always got the speech before we left the house we got the speech before we left the car listen we're going into the store we're going for just this don't ask me for left or right this is where we're going that's it do you hear me don't change up the plan this is the plan when we go to the store 
All right, break. We get out of there. So we're at home and I see my daughter's like, dad, where's, where's my wallet? And I was like, and I always tell them, leave your wallet in your room. So you know where it is. So she's, so I knew where it was. I was like, why do you need your wallet? She's like, I, I just want to bring it. I'm like, for what? She's like, because. So she had a friend over it. And I was like, you know what? It's like, and I tell the friend, it's like me, we're saying, hey guys, we're going, we're going to watch a baseball game, right? Just going to watch it. And then I'm like, but you bring your baseball bat and a glove. What do you need the baseball bat and the glove for? Right? Immediately her friend knew exactly where I was going with it. I'm like, put the damn wallet away. Anyway, back to <laughs> where I'm at right now. So OBJ, stop holding yourself around. All right? Enough. Enough already. Let me proceed. Now, I have a bone to freaking pick. And I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to say it. And you guys already know the show. And it's one of my, my, my favorite topics, one of my favorite things to, to, to touch on. So we're going to touch on that. So just let me set myself up real quick. Um, because I got something to say with my chest is what I'm trying to say to y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, I have something to say. And I need to get it off my chest. All right? <laughs> Listen, man, we've been going through off-season camp, all that stuff. It, it's been, we went through the draft and we saw who we drafted. But here's, here's the bone that I have to pick. We drafted James Cook in the second round because we felt that we needed a dynamic back that can run the football, has speed, and can catch out of the backfield. We tried to get that with Mr. McKissick, but he went, he pulled a U-turn and went back to Virginia or wherever the hell he's from, right? He went back to the commanders. So we drafted James Cook. Now, the big thing I've been hearing about James, the addition of James Cook is that, guys, it's early. Hey, he's not getting a lot of, enough opportunities. Relax. It's okay. He's a rookie. What do you expect from him? Just wait. All right. But he was drafted in the second round, mind you. But it's all about opportunity. He's not getting enough opportunities. I got you. Enter Khalil Shakir, fifth-round draft pick. He's been inactive. But he gets on the freaking field and shows us immediately what he's about. But you want me to buy the, wait, just wait, hold on. Just he Get on the field. They give you an opportunity. Make something of it immediately Shakir makes something of it immediately right off the bat. But I'm, I'm told to wait for the second rounder to, to get his act together. Come on, son. I don't listen. Now here's, here's one. Here's one for you. I love it. I love this one. Hold on. Somebody said, uh, so every play, every player is the same Rico. No, every player is not the same, but opportunities, they come. And you got to make the most of your opportunities, right? The player's not the same. Of course not. But the opportunity is make the most of the opportunity. That's number one. Number two, somebody said, our O-line, our run blocking is suspect. Is it? Which O-line is better? Last year's O-line crew or this year's O-line crew? Be real. If we're going to talk about it, let's be real. If we're going to talk about it. Which is, which is a better? Deion Dawkins is back. Mitch Morse is back. Our left guard was who? Our right, our right guard was who? And our right tackle. So which line is better? 
but our O-line is suspect. So it's a suspect O-line. Come on, guys. Excuses again. Enough. What I need to see from my second rounder is, is, is when, you ha- when you get on the field, make the most of your opportunities. Fumbling, yes, I get it. It does happen sometimes, man. But my goodness, because you know you're going to get a limited amount of action, you better make the most of it. That's exactly what my guy, Killer Shakir, did. And I'm so happy for him because we're going to see a lot more of him. Obviously, because the injuries are happening, but I, I can, I'm, I don't want to guarantee anything, but I'm certain that he will make the most of his opportunity when he gets called up for this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Rand, I'm done. I just had to get that off my because I've, I've just been seeing a lot of that conversation happening. Well, hold on. Just wait a second. No, I ain't waiting for anything, man. Show me some. Show me some. Now, last week, last week, though, we got to see the shift in the amount of touches to RB. That was nice to see. It's They're now starting to realize, okay, RB1 for this team, no question, is Devin Singletary. So we should give him the most touches. And that's exactly what they did. And it turned out well. Right? Now, I will say, though, <laughs> people are like, get rid of Zach Moss. And they, they got a lot in for, they got a lot of it in for Zach Moss. They do. I see it. I see it written everywhere. It's craziness. Zach Moss only touched the ball six times. Excuse me. Did he get six times? Yes, he did. He only touched the ball six times last week. But it, if you were to think, you would have think that he was splitting the carries with Devin Singletary. But I think they just they just see the runs that they give him and, and it gets stuffed and they're like they're losing his they're losing their mind on it, right? But it's nice to see that Dorsey, if it's Dorsey making that that call or that shot or McDermott saying, "Okay, fine, listen, I want him in majority of the time." I'm glad they made that decision. I'm glad they made that decision. But my goodness, <laughs> so Rev, you're a hater. He said, "Yo, six too many, man. Six too many. Yo, you're a hater." <laughs> Scott Blake said, yo, too early, man. I get where you're going, Rico, but really way too early. You're salty on the RB, brother. No, I'm not. That salt is is, is flushing away. <laughs> we waited a whole effing year for Knox dropsies. Hey, listen, man. We definitely did. We definitely did. But we didn't draft Knox in the second round. This is the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is we we invested in such a a high draft pick on a player, I'd expect to see a little bit more out of that player. I guess that's the, my main point is that it's not like we, like, I get it. You draft a quarterback in the first round. You're not going to see him right away because he's got to learn the system in this, but RB is the, the, one of the, the quickest positions to just jump right in, to just jump right in. But like, he can't because he's, he's hasn't, he hasn't fully got there yet. Anyway, I need to get that off my chest. You know that's what it's about. When you got something to chest, you gotta say it with your chest. And I and I just want to, and I'm waiting for him to turn that corner, that game. I need that. You know what I'm saying? That op- when he gets the opportunity, that okay, there it is. That's the guy we're waiting for. Haven't seen that yet. Haven't seen that yet. But anyway, it is what it is. I'm done. I had to, it was bugging me. Had to get it off my chest, and we are done. Now, back to hold on a second. I got a super chat coming in. My man Alton V. Alton V comes in and says, Hey man, let's not act like mortar. Don't be getting stuffed at the line for those one or two yard gains too. We need an RB period. Well, I thought we got one in the second round. I guess, <laughs> I guess D Riley says, yo Rico, show us your fantasy roster. Let me help you. Uh, I'll show you afterwards and I'll show you what I show you what I'm working with afterwards. Uh, let me see here. 
My man Bryce Hall is uh, is what four nine four almost five yards a pop. Hey, I didn't bring it up. I did not bring it up. We're gonna get off that topic real quick. Now, let's get let's get right to what I really want to get to as well. Going back to this Ravens this Ravens team, I can't get over how sensational and how great Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds were last game. I cannot believe I that's I, I I stand corrected. I think a couple games back I said that's the best I've seen those two players play. I think it was against the Titans. That was the best I've seen those two players play together. And they they ramp it up again and really come in and handle business. That is amazing to hear. To see those two guys just on the same page, the same motivation, the same fire, the same burn. Love every bit of it. My goodness, I'm so happy to hear that and see it. Isn't doesn't it, man? Doesn't it feel good to know that, man? We are, yo, we're set. And these are two young pieces. One of them is already locked down with a long-term contract. The other one's working towards that. And it looks like it's clicked now. Whether he's playing hard because obviously there's there's you know, what I mean, he's in this final year and he's trying to get to the bag. Regardless, it's beneficial for him and beneficial for the Bills. But my goodness, what 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 a lovely sight to see. And give me a second. I'm going to go back on that point. I'm going to bring my man Carl Toman with a super chat. Carl says, yo, so are you saying the O-line is good? They're so, they're so thin that when Morse was out, they were Swiss cheese. If you want Josh to do well, we need good O-line. Josh is elite, so Josh is going to do great regardless. I mean, he's going to run around a little bit more. But when our line is healthy, it's a good line. When our line is completely healthy, I'm talking from left to right, it's a solid line. Now, when everybody's injured, when there's injuries, of course, things are going to be different. There's, there's no question about that, right? But is our O-line good? I think it is a good O-line. I think we've improved from last year's O-line to this year's O-line. That's just my opinion. So, got another com- uh, comment coming in from uh, Scott Blake. He says, I think we got lucky with Shakir. Could have been a second rounder himself. Dude. I don't know who it was, but there was a team that was was really looking to get Khalil. And boy, oh boy, did they ever, <laughs> did they ever, were they ever peed off heavily? My goodness. But hey, um, we're lucky that we got him. We are lucky that we got him. Now, this, this freaking tandem, this dynamic duel that we have between Matt Milano and, uh, and Tremaine Edmonds is unbelievable. I just there's, there's a couple of things that I want to, to set here. So just last game, Milano said it, it was his career high with 13 tackles. Now he is actually the team. He's got the team lead in tackles with 27 tackles this year, right? That's my Milano. Okay, guess who's second in tackling on the team? Freaking, you guessed it, Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds has got 26 total tackles. Those two guys right now combined have seven tackles for loss. They are just zoned in. They are just on the money, man. They're not playing games this year. This is this is great. This is exactly what we wanted, man. I got a comment coming from uh, Lipsit. Lip, uh, Lipsit. What's up, Lipsit? What's happening, bro? Uh, how much of it do you think is, is them playing well versus improved D-line, keeping them clean? Perfect. This is. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm so glad you brought this up, Mr. Lipsit. What's happening, bro? My neighbor. So here's the deal. These very things are what we anticipated a couple years back. We didn't quite get it. 
Then we anticipated more of it last year with some additions. And we, were, we got it sometimes, but just we weren't there. But we finally added the pieces that we need to keep these linebackers clean. And that goes to Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, the addition, obviously, with the emergence, the emergence of Ed Oliver the it, and Jordan Phillips, for crying out loud. Like, we really, really focused on the interior line, not only to stop the penetration of guys like Jonathan Taylor rushing for 240 yards. Like, come on, fam. Like, that's insane. So when we add those pillars in the middle, boy, oh, boy, Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano will get to eat, and they look fantastic doing it. They look great doing it. And we can't, we can't fault. Like, this is amazing. And this is, this is a testament to Brandon Bean searching and getting the right pieces for this defense. Daquan Jones has been excellent. Tim Suttle has been excellent. You may not hear their names often, but they're doing their damn job. Those boys are in the trenches, fighting and moving around, man. Daquan Jones was even getting busy and getting in on the sack, a .5 sack with Greg Rousseau. So great point by Mr. Lipsit, Lipsit because those boys up front keeping these guys extremely clean. And that is what you are, you are seeing. There's a huge difference in what you see with how this defensive front is playing and how these linebackers are playing. Unfreaking believable. Love to see it. And get this, right? These guys are, are both combined for seven tackles for loss, right? And they've got two sacks. And now the last 13 games, excuse me, uh, the Bills have actually 13, over 13 sacks this year. Four games in. My goodness. Folks. It's going to be dirty, man. It's going to be dirty this year, man. So uh, the last time we were able to do something, that was back, was back in 2016. And you remember those years. Mario Williams was around. It was, it was Mario Williams. I'm trying to get my dates back. But we had, we had a, a power line. Those guys were getting after it. So this defense, man, unbelievable. One more, one more little thing here. This is eight consecutive games. Eight now. Eight consecutive games that we've allowed less than 300 yards in regular in regular season game. That is freaking amazing. This defense is is ready to roll. This this defense is ready to roll. I'll put this defense against any any team in this game, man. And wait till we get completely healthy. We're not even completely healthy. Wait till we get. I mean, as healthy as we can, because obviously we know Micah Hyde ain't coming back. But when Trey White comes back, what a defense this will be. It's going to be funny because, listen, man, think about it. I'm not saying that people shy away from throwing Tremaine, uh, Tredavious White's way, but he's the type of person that is smart enough and has been is veteran enough that he will make you think twice about throwing his way. I'm not saying you don't throw his way, but he will make you think twice about going that way. And now, does that make that quarterback think, think a second longer? Defensive front is already on you. So we're already creating the pressure right now Wait till we get healthier. Wait till we start gelling even more. Five games, six games, seven games into the season. My goodness. Scary times ahead. Scary times ahead. And I'm here. I'm all the way here for it. And if you guys are here for that, smash that like. Smash that double time. Because I'm all the way here for it. Now. Super chats are coming in. Questions are coming in. I get that. Um, Ross Hansen says, yo, we need Big Ed back. Any word? Uh, I know they kept him out last week. I mean, I don't know how close he was to playing. And like, well, that's two games now he's missed. So like, how serious was his injury? Um, but 
I anticipate he may be back this week, but I haven't really, I mean, I didn't, uh, I know um, coach touched on some injuries, but he didn't tell us when people would be coming back. Um, but I hope I'd hope to see Ed Oliver back. I'd hope to see Jordan Phillips back, but Jordan Phillips might be out another week. Who knows? Um, but we'll see. We'll see how this plays out, man. Scott Billick says, this is what happens when you have a strong defensive line. You damn right. You damn skippy, man. And it's, and it's a wonderful thing to see. It's a wonderful thing to see, man. The Titans let us steal Daquan Jones. Golly. Thank you very much. Shout out to my man, John DeMarchi from the 305. What's going on, fam? I hope you guys are good out there. Uh, play a game of 2020. Two, goal, Brandon Bryant eats three guys up. And Milano tackle for two-yard loss. Go watch it. Okay. So the play was, okay, Twenty the play 2020, 2020th play. So the 20th play, is that what you're saying? Play of the game was 2020. Oh, it was 2020. Got it. It was 2020 on the goal line. Brian eats three guys up. Okay, I definitely have to go back and see that. Is it the, I think I know what you're talking about. It was when uh, Milano knifed in from the edge and came in and just took somebody out at the knees, at the legs. I think I know what play you're talking about. But anyway, I'm going to go back and watch because there were some really crucial plays that happened that game that Milano was part of. I mean, 13 tackles, you're, you're all over the field, right? Then Lamar for second and Poirier interception game flips but bryant was a beast on second and goal from one i'm gonna add to that john demarchi and i don't know if it was the same play but it was in the goal line stance where freaking Shaq lawson that didn't talk that didn't get out in my opinion that didn't get talked about enough but i did see uh eric turner from cover one show that very play and i was like there it is that play because Shaq lawson hit him with the inside got on the outside and kept his discipline, didn't crash, kind of stayed and made Lamar Jackson second guess about trying to make it outside because he had Shaq Lawson had the outside leverage. So he forced Lamar Jackson to roll right. And then that's when the, the interception on Poyer happened. What a thing of beauty. What a thing of freaking beauty <laughs> with that play with Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson really did a thing. He did his thing right there. My man, large mouth, uh, large mouth bass says, "Yo, surprise, Rico isn't wearing that wing shirt, dude." When we when because I'm in Canada, that thing takes forever to get here, so my shirt's not gonna come here for a while. So I know when I order these shirts, it takes me a minute. You guys get it like this, right over here. They gotta go through customs and this, that, and the third, and all depending who's delivering it. It has, it has to, it's, it's out there. My man, uh, TTB says, "Yo, Von been balling out there, yo." Vaughn is like, listen, man, there was, there was a moment where I was like, man, where the hell was Vaughn? Last, what, last game? I need more of Vaughn. I need him to close out when we lost to the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? But that was just me being like, mm, I didn't want to lose to the freaking Dolphins, man. I'm like, I'm looking. But what a play that I got to go back on that intercession by Jordan Poyer. I got it. Like, listen, man, what a play. John March comes in to see Brandon Bryant and, uh, and Daquan Jones and settle Phillips Oliver, but the made, they made a hell of a play. Dude, the whole defensive front is 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 great man they're well coached by coach washington listen leslie frazier's got these guys like listen man we've got a nucleus of young and old on the squad and it's a beautiful nucleus you got some young guys that are hungry fresh legs and you got some veteran guys that just know how to play this thing man they know i've seen this before here's what we do i've been in this situation before and you heard it again I, it was in one of the pressers and i'm not sure who it was but it uh when you when you've been in this situation it was von miller actually when you've been in these situations before, you don't, you don't like how many times in that game where you're like, oh shoot, man, it's a wrap. We're losing this game. Not once did I feel that we we're gonna lose this game. 
and get blown out. Not once. Now, did I have my worries? Of course. Like any regular natural fan, holy crap, this is not good. I don't like this. But like I knew that because we got number 17 and I know how this defense is, they just got to get one stop. One freaking stop will give us the momentum. And when we scored before half, that was okay. Whew. Give me a little bit of give me a little bit of room to breathe here. You know what I'm saying? And then we get a set, we get a defensive stop, and then we march and we put some points on the board, dude. That's when I said, okay, we're back in it. Never did I falter, and that's what Von Miller was saying. So like, we don't, we don't. Like I've been there before. I've been, we've been in these situations where like, yo, you're down, and there's always a scenario like, oh, I was once in this position, and then this is what we did, and we did it. That's exactly what happened. That's what exactly what transpired in that game. So. This defense is something else, man. This defense is something else. Now, my man Scott Blake says, yo, it's frustrating. We have so many starters injured, but the depth experience with increased play will pay the huge dividends for this next 16 games. You damn right it will. I totally agree with that. And this and this defense, this defense, it gives me the impression that in certain positions, at least for certain positions, that it's a it's a very good system. It's a very good system, and these guys understand the system, and it helps when you've had a defensive coordinator with the team the last four years, the whole four or five years that he's been here. It's been the same defense. So a lot of these guys are coming back to something they're familiar with, and these rookies are learning from these vet guys. So it's so nice to have consistency in the coaching staff. Like, look at look at the development of Josh Allen. Josh Allen's development, you have to give kudos to them keeping Brian Dable around for so damn long. And then he got his head coaching gig. And then along the way, he had Ken Dorsey the, there the whole time with him coming up. So like, they're- what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. There hasn't been much much change. So this is allowing Josh Allen to just yo. This is a walk in the park for me. Let's roll. It's just a matter of execution. There's no. There's not a lot of thinking. It's execute. Now it's about execution, and it's it's such a lovely thing to see. Man, it's, it's it feels like it's been so long, but like back in 08, 09, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like fam, like the amount of like 
Oh, how do we lose this game? Oh, we can't do anything. Oh, this freaking defense. Oh, we can't score for ish. Like the amount of times that we must have said that while watching this team from 2000s for crying aloud. Right? We get excited and we go down. The cardiac, cardiac bills, man. Like that's what it had. It's had is always like this, right? And always at the end, heartbreak. Well, times have changed, man. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. John and Marcia comes in and says, Yuriko, that, that was the play. Yes, thank you, John. I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. And Shaw and Russo on fourth and Poirier interception was incredible. Dude, Jordan Poirier was at least at the goalpost. When he assessed what was happening, he saw my man roll out, beelined it, beelined it, got it there at the same time and made that play. Big play by Poirier. Unfreaking believable, man. You got to love it. You love to see stuff like that. You really do. It's a beautiful thing, man. And think when things like that come together, love it. What's up to my guy, Fireball? What's happening, Fireball? I see you, bro. Shout out to my man, James, comes in with a super chat. Says, yo, we got beef on the D-line, baby. When Oliver and Phillips come back, game, set, match. It's problematic, man. It's problematic. The only way to combat, to combat that is by getting rid of the ball quickly. And that's what teams are going to do. If you hold on to the ball, I mean, if I wish we could play Matthew Stafford all day long because that boy loves to hold on to the ball real quick. He loves to hold on to that thing, right? But there to beat us, you're going to have to get rid of the ball rather quickly, right? And that's exactly what the Dolphins did. They got rid of the ball quick. It was two, two three steps, it's gone. Two, three steps, is gone. You know what I mean? So like, and, and then we got beat on a big play. And when you got speed, that'll do it. That'll definitely do it. But right now, the beef that we got up up front, golly, man, good luck. Good luck. Rev Rhodes, what up, Rev? My man Rev comes in and says, yo, according to Chris Brown, McDermott indicated Jordan Phillips and Ed Oliver are improving. He said, we'll see where they go this week. Our hope is they're back out there. Well, that sounds to me that there's a, it's, it's positive that we might see these guys. And if it is, <laughs> can he pick it? Oh, my gosh. What a game to start. You're going to start your career against the Buffalo freaking Bills? My goodness. If Listen, sometimes you got to stick your feet in the fire and just go. But maybe maybe, maybe start Mitch Trubisky <laughs> in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? And then throw this die. Like, because come on, son. Like, that. that's a lot to handle. That's your first assignment? All right, Rook, you're in. Sweet. All right, playbook is set. Uh, guys, who are we playing? Playing the who are we playing the Browns or what? What are you playing? Here we, oh shit! We're playing the Bills? <laughs> Y'all didn't tell me that shit. All right, here we go. You damn right. And I hope we have absolute no mercy against Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is that same quarterback in college where he did that fake slide is that is that him please please correct me if i'm not because that pissed me off i was like yo if that quarterback gets in the nfl and he tries to pull that i hope he knock his block off i hated that play cheapskate is that kenny pickett that did that is he out of pit it is him he was a quarterback out of pit where he fake slid on his knee and kept going oh you better try that shit you gonna get your freaking block knocked off my guy <laughs> brew crew says yo one million dollars if poyer gets 13 picks this year do you see that i was watching that too man he said, yo, I'll give you, he actually backed it down to 12, $12 million. Pat McAfee, if you guys didn't hear about it, Pat McAfee 
uh, came out and was like, dude, you're on pace for 17 interceptions for this whole year. And the joke was a couple weeks back. He's like, dude, you got two interceptions in two games, man. You're on pace for 17. Ha, ha, ha. It was a big joke. Poyer misses the game, comes back, gets two picks. He's right back on track. So Pat McAfee's like, dude, you're on freaking track for 17 picks once again, right? He's like, you know what? Let me go further than this. You get 14 picks. He's like, no, what? 13. You get 13 picks. I will donate a million dollars to any fan, any donation, any donation that you want. We'll put it to any foundation. Excuse me. Any foundation. We'll put it towards that. Poyer got out of his seat. Now, I wish I can play the audio. Because in that audio. Obviously, I'm going to play that audio for you guys. In that audio. Jordan Poyer said something that that stood out to me, at least. And I'm going to play this audio for you guys. And you guys let me know if you hear the part that I'm referring to that stood out. Right. At least for me, it stood out. So I'm going to just find that audio for you guys and I'm going to play the audio and you guys let me know when you guys come to the part. So I'm about to play the clip for you right now. It's only 38 seconds. So let me play it out for you right now. Give me a second here. Track for 17. All right. How is there at the safety position like corners they can just throw away from? Right, corners they can just throw away from. If there's a greedy corner who is racking in interceptions, you can just throw away. At safety, you're kind of involved everywhere, right? So we're we might get you get 17. Hey, you get you get 14 picks, 14, 13 picks, 13 picks. We'll donate a million dollars to a foundation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, there Whoa. it is. Yeah, 13. All right. Okay, right, let's go. Here we go. You heard it. Yes, I did. Third, challenge me now. Third, challenge me. I'll take challenges personally now. So. But there's no way to, like, you're in every single. Let me stop right there. He said, you challenged me, and I take challenges personally right now. That right there, I was like, ooh, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. Now, I'm not saying that it was a message to Brandon Bean and, you know what I'm saying, Pagulas and all them cats. But we, we know what's happening. Yeah, I know they gave him a little something. They said, yo, I mean, let's, let's boost up your, your signing bonus or whatever the hell they gave him. But, I mean, ultimately, we know what he wants. Don't challenge me because you know I, I don't. Listen, man, let me run that back. Yes, I did. Third, challenge me now. Third, challenge me. I take challenges personally now. So. But there's no way to, like, you're in every single play, right? I take challenges personally. Well, if that's the motivation that brother needs, boy, oh, boy, we are in good hands. I will take that. If he's like, yo, I got a million dollars on the line. Now, I'm sure he would have loved that million dollars in his own pocket. But, hey, it is what it is. But you got a million dollars going to any of your, your a foundation that you're picking. And on top of that, you know what you're playing for? Yo, give me, give me 13 picks by my guy. I would love it. I mean, that tells me that we're going somewhere. And you know where I'm talking about. I'm just saying. But I, I, thought, I thought that was uh, a perfect time for me to play that audio for everybody. And I appreciate you guys tuning on. I, I had to play it. Uh, my guy, John DeMarchi. What up, Johnny? Johnny comes in and says, hey, man. Appreciate that super chat, by the way. Comes in and says, hey, Dane Jackson appreciation tweet. 13 days prior. You're freaking right about this, by the way. We wondered if he would ever play again. That man is a warrior. My goodness, man. God is good. I'm going to tell you right now, man. God is freaking good because... Could you imagine, let's just say, and, and Tremaine Edmonds is a big boy. Tremaine Edmonds is a big boy. But could you imagine? And I mean, I, I hate to put it this way, but I need to give you guys what I'm saying and how good God is when he's protecting these players on the field. But let's just say 
It's Brandon Bryant coming your way. You know what I'm saying? Or Daquan Jones coming your way. Tim Settle, big fella, over 300, coming your way, and you miss, and that guy comes at you? Oh, my goodness, man. So I love the fact that it's an appreciation tweet for Dane Jackson because he's back out there playing the game that he loves. That's the one thing. That's the one big thing that these guys, they pride themselves on, number one. But you, dude, you put your, I mean, I don't, I hate to say you put your life on the line because it's not really, there are people that put their life on the line. But at any point, your life can be taken like that or your life is drastically changed. But you sign up for it. You sign up for it. And he's actually, he's actually come back and play on the field that he loves so much. That's dope. That is dope. Love to hear about it, man. I got, hold on. I got to bring this up. Carlton said, yo, Scott Blakey, you realize, Rico, that Scott was saying that we played four games and that the defensive depth will pay dividends in the next 16. That puts us through the Super Bowl. <laughs> I caught that. I caught that. I was like, 16 games. It like it computed real quick. And I was like, okay, I know what he's saying. Scott Blakey's on that. I'm on it. I'm on it, Scott. Arizona Joe comes. I want to see Pickett's hand and Groot's hands. Gonna look like child's hands. Yeah, I tell you. Listen, man, don't don't underestimate little hands, man. You know what I'm saying? Little hands playing quarterback. I mean, I get it. I mean, they're tiny little things. You know what I mean? Like trying to hold the football is like it's like you got a shot put it. But Dante Culpepper had tiny little hands too, and that boy was rifling them things all over the place. And the the explanation that I mean, listen, between him and Mitch Morse, Mitch Morse, uh, Mitch Trubisky. They said that the difference between those two is that Kenny, he he operates quickly. He scans the field. He sees it. He's got more awareness, and he's able to just fire away. So in order for us to, you know what I mean, handle our business, we got to get after Kenny Pickett. I'm not hating on Kenny Pickett one freaking bit. One bit. He's an athletic quarterback. He anticipates, and he's getting the ball to where they're supposed to be. Those three interceptions he threw, a lot of play. Like, listen, there was, I, I heard it somewhere. They said, those three interceptions weren't on him, but statistically they were. So what that tells me is that they put the ball in your hands and you didn't catch it and it went into somebody else's hands. So I'm not looking at those three interceptions that Kenny Pickett threw like, oh, we're going to trash his ass. No, 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 no. I respect any team. And we've, we've been there before where you start disrespecting the team and they come in and whack that ass, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm, I'm off that. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are, th- are one and three, it's going to be the first time, and I can't see it happening, but it could be the first time that a coach team, excuse me, a Mike Tomlin coach team will go under 500, and they're under 500 right now. I know there's a lot of season left, but golly, boy, oh, boy. Poor Kenny Pitchett. Kenny Pickett. Poor Kenny Pickett. Now, back to my man, Jay Poe, Jordan Poyer. What a freaking heck of a man that dude is, man. He knows... <laughs> Yo, who put that? Somebody, yo, Brucru said, yo, little hands, little, hey, little hands, little D. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. But anyway, but here's what I'm trying to say. Yo, Brucru, you're a fool, bro. This, this, I anticipate a strong matchup coming our way from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're pissed off. They're one and three, and they're starting a rookie quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to rally around that rookie quarterback, and they seem to get juiced up when that quarterback is in. So we don't, not that I know that, not that the Bills will do that, but the Bills, they ain't going to sit here quietly and think that, well, we're just going to roll right through. There's no freaking way. We got things to handle and we got to, we got to take the, we got to take it to them. Besides, we lost to those guys last year, first game. We ain't trying to let that shit happen again. 
payback. Remember the revenge season? We already got the Titans. Now we got now we got freaking Pittsburgh Steelers. We're gonna give it. We gotta give it right back to him. Right back to him. Carl Thomas says, "Yo, I challenge Bills Moff to be loud and pick it start." You damn right, man. And guess what? I'm gonna be at that game, so it's gonna be fun. It is gonna be freaking fun. Leslie Frazier appreciation post. Go ahead, Demarchi. Hold Andrews to two for fifteen. You damn right. Lamar gets two drive starts at Buffalo's twenty-five and five, and Baltimore gets twenty total. Respect Coach Frazier and staff. And this is why. And I'm glad you brought this up, John Demarchi, because this is why. I absolutely hated, hated when folks were like, fire Leslie Frazier. He should be gone. There's no way we should have lost that game 13 seconds. You're absolutely right. Don't get me wrong. We should have never lost that game. But to to simply blame Leslie Frazier to fire him, I can't believe those things were coming out of these people's mouths because weeks prior, they're praising the guy. How quickly people turn on some coaches and some players. I mean, up and down, man. Uh, and I I didn't think it was it was worthy enough to say yo get rid of him. So appreciation post indeed. Now the fact that we limited Mark Andrews was beautiful. Loved every bit of it. Like that is the type of stuff that you like. Okay, I like that. Good good on this team. They were disciplined enough, and they took away Mister Lamar Jackson's favorite target just a week prior. Dude had 13 targets. He had eight receptions, and he was a game changer. Not today, big fella. This defense is different. This defense is mad different. Now, since we're, we're talking about appreciation, I mean, shoot, I might as well talk about it right now. I might as well talk about it right now. Appreciation post right here. This guy, right mother effing here. Appreciation post for Kyir Elam. Folks, let me tell you something, man. Before, before we get into that, I, I, need to, I need to break something down because I think it's, it's, it's important that we see this, right? NFL rookie watch. Kyer Elam versus the Ravens in 43 snap coverages. Covered snap, excuse me. He was targeted once and no receptions. Folks, has Kyer arrived? Has he arrived? Is he the guy that we thought... You know, say that the, the Bills drafted and, and they went, you know, we're going to jump up and grab this guy. Is he turning into that guy? It was shaky and dicey at the beginning. Camp, you know what I'm saying? It was a little rough. He was, you know, getting a little grabby. He's getting this. But this time that he's been spending on the field has been, has paid dividends. And it's unfortunate that Christian Benford is going to be out for some, a little bit. It was with a broken hand. It's just going to give more experience to Kyir Elam. And he's taking full advantage of it. Kudos to Mr. Kyu Elam. You got hit. You got to give him credit. Now, going into this game, it doesn't get any doesn't get any easier. We we said it, man. These first seven games is gonna be tough. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Now you got George Pickens. This is a it's it's a good receiving core. One of the better receiving cores in the game especially with the emergence of George Pickens. I mean, we've been hearing about his name all offseason. But only now he's starting to get, you know what I mean? He's starting to get some love. I mean, Galladay, I don't know what's going on with Galladay. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. So he, he, he cries for it, and he's still dropping them. Pickens like, give me the ball. And he's showing what he's got. So we're going to have a, it's going to be a, another tough test and more experience gained by Kyrie Elam in this upcoming game. Who does he draw? Deontay Johnson with speed. 
The beautiful thing about Mr. Deontay, excuse me, the beautiful thing about Kyrie Elam is he has the speed. And once his confidence mash, meshes with his speed, dude, he's going to be a dangerous corner. Right now, he's got confidence. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if you guys noticed it. He's still kind of a little bailing a little bit, a little too early, giving away what was what potentially could be called defensively. But all in all, if I don't know about you, but are you guys impressed with what you've guys been seeing by Kyrie Elam? Because I certainly am. And the more time he spends, the more snaps he's getting, which he will get with Benford having to, you know what I mean, heal himself. Dane Jackson coming back. He's getting a lot of experience. Good on freaking Kyrie Elam, man. Good on him. I was It was shaky for me. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. But it's looking damn good. So kudos to him, man. Shout out to my man Kyrie Elam. I got a super chat coming in from my man James. What up, James? James says, yo, Rico. Where do you see our starting secondary when Trey comes back and Benford? Where will Elam and Dane be? And that's a question. That's a great question. And I've been asking that question the last three weeks, right? What happens? So I imagine Trey will assume his rightful position, right? Medically, if he's cleared and he looks good in practice, who knows what happens? Now, when he comes back, who knows, right? He could come back. As, as as quickly as week five. Maybe. I doubt it. Very much so. I would assume he's back after the bye. That's just my assumption. But if he comes back sooner, what happens with Dane Jackson, Benford, and Kyrie Elam? Well, here's the deal. Benford will just go into depth mode and special teams. He'll just, he'll go right back to that. And then it'll be between... Kyrie Elam and Dane Jackson. And I think the way that Coach McDermott plays, you know what I'm saying, goes off and plays uh, plays a scheme, you'll probably see it that way. So I gotta, I'm going to check something real quick. I just want to see the snap count, what the snap count was for the Bills this past week. Because I'm curious to see what uh, what it looked like. For them. And I know Kyrie was quite, he was very much up there in terms of uh, his snap count. So let me slide on down and see if I can find that real quick. And I can give you an idea because it's a fair question. What's the deal? How, how is this going to play out for us? Right. I think it was, uh, I think Sal Capaccio had it on his, uh, on his thing. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go out and check that out real quick. Um, but like, Here's how I anticipate it. You drafted a guy in the first round. You have a guy in his third year out of the seventh round. Right now, it's a tryout. Whoever fares the best from here on now until Trey gets back with assessments and all that good stuff is who's going to stay right next to him. That's the only way I can see this happening. No other way. Whoever it is, it's, I'm not saying it's a tryout, but it's like, listen, we're going to see how you guys fare, how you guys are doing on your own, in zone, in man. Because right now, I can tell you, if Kyrie Elam improves in his zone play, then to me, it's a no-brainer to put him in right off the bat. You're starting next to Trey White. Dane, what I've seen from him and the investment that we're putting into him, that's what's going to happen. But he's got to show that you're much better than Dane Jackson. You can't just be even. You know what I'm saying? Because... If, in my opinion, I think that coach, he 
He values guys that have experience. So if you guys are even, potentially, he might just go with the guy that's got the most experience. He's seen more. But Kyrie has a chance to just really be much better, really be much better than, uh, than Dane. He's got to play better. And if he does, he's got every opportunity to do it. So uh, when it comes to the snap count, I'm just scrolling on to see where I can, if I can come up with it real quick and give you guys an idea. Perfect. So defensively, check this out. Damar Hamlin, 100%. He played all 70 plays on D. Jordan Poyer, 70, uh, 100%. Tremaine Edmonds, 100%. Matt Milano, 100%. Teron Johnson, 99%. Dane Jackson played 99% of the snaps. Kyrie Elam played 99% of the snaps. All right? So it'll be fun. It'll be fun how this comes out, man. Uh, but uh, these guys are playing. So 90, the 99 club that played 99% of the snaps, it stops at, at Kyrie Elam. And then after that, 20 plays down, it goes Daquan Johnson played 70% of the snaps. He played 49 snaps. Then it goes to Tim Settle. So those two guys were in the game a lot. Von Miller played 61% of the snaps. Greg Rousseau was just under at 57. So Von Miller had 43 plays. Greg Rousseau had 40. They, they, they have these guys. I like that. 61, if, if, if let me, let me take Kyrie off there. If I, Von Miller is playing at four, at 60%, I'm happy with that. Right. If he's above 60, if we can get him a little more, I'd love to see him in that 70% range. But I mean, that's not the way they roll. I prefer that, but that's not the way they roll. I can F with that. Right. Shaq Lawson has some time play. He had 37% snap. Brandon Bryant, 36%. Prince Amelie that just got brought up onto the roster, 29%. And then Basham was in the game at 24%. Terrell Dotson got in and that's probably near the end. So not a bad mixture. Of guys playing, man. Gabe Davis, by the way, played 98% of the snaps. So chances are he'll be, I think he'll be ready to go by next week. 100%. And then we'll go from there, man. But this defense, I'm just impressed with this defense. This defense has been doing it. And it and it's only gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. And I just I can't, I'm I'm here for it. I'm all the way here for it. Someone said, I don't remember any pass breakups by Elam because he only went, they only tried him once. <laughs> when you, you tried him once and you didn't catch it, they never went back to him. He had 40, he had 43 covered snaps, 43 passing plays he was in, and they targeted him once. So did they go after Dane Jackson? Is that what it was? They thought, you know what? I ain't going for the rookie. He's, he's locking down right now. Let me go. Let me try Dane Jackson coming off an injury. Who knows, man? But Pittsburgh, I mean, the Ravens are a different team, though. They're a very different team. They're, you know what I mean? All this motion and, you know where Lamar Jackson is looking. He's looking for his guy, Mark Andrews. Pickett, you don't know where Pickett's going to look. Is he looking at, at Freermuth? He's going to be looking at Pickens all day. I assume he's going to be looking at Pickens because he's got a lot more reps with Pickens, especially because these guys, these guys were at the second team. So you're probably going to see a lot of chemistry with George Pickens. So watch out for that. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be ready, to, ready to roll and see what's going on with that. And Deontay Johnson is just pure speed, man. Speed, speed, speed. Claypool been garbage, man. Pickens is crazy. Hey, man. <laughs> Claypool's going to get it together, man. He's just got to, maybe he just need a new quarterback. Don't forget who's throwing them the freaking football, folks. Do not forget who is throwing the damn football to Mr. Claypool. And that's Mitch Trubisky, our boy for one year, Mitch Trubisky. And you, we know what's up with Mitch Trubisky. We know. Let's, let's, let's not... <laughs> Let's not let's not 
Let's not act like we don't know. If you know, you know. I mean, let's be real. If you know, you know. Real real talk. So, folks, here, here it is, man. I'm just impressed with this team. I'm impressed with what we have at the receiving core. I think we'll be just fine. When you have someone that is elite as Josh Allen, you don't fret. You really don't fret, man. Even when we're down 20 to freaking three, did you blink? Heck no. You knew that this defense, we built it big and strong enough and fast enough that they can get us out of these pinches and then give our quarterback an opportunity. And that they did. And we capitalized. So I'm just, I'm putting out there. Now, are we making trades for receivers? I don't know. I don't know if we can come in this. I mean, it's it's early still, but somewhat we already have kind of things set up and how long these are, these things are going to play out. Who knows? I can't see. I mean, obviously he's going to be back in uh, Isaiah McKenzie. will be back. Obviously broken ankle from our slot receiver in James and Crowder, which really sucks. It sucks for me. And I really like you, you come out and you sign your deal and, and this happens like, it blows, man. There's there goes your season. It really does suck. But hey, this is the this is the game you chose. This is the game you chose. Carl Thomas said, "Yo, Pickett's will be on his back looking at the sky." Well, I hope so. I really do hope so. Now, um, one thing before I get out of here, folks, and I appreciate you guys. Um, somebody wanted to see my my fantasy team. I'm just gonna cue that up because right now it's a little shaky. I ain't gonna lie. It's a little it's a little shaky. But we gonna let me see if I can actually. Cue it up here if it lets me. Nah, it ain't gonna let me. Yeah, something's blocking it right now. Anyway, I got a super chat coming in from my man Matthew Krepnek. I hope I pronounced your name right. Uh, don't mean to change your conversation topic, but did you hear about the Dr. Bennett Omalu saying Tua needs to retire for his safety? Whoa, no, did not see that. Oh boy. If that is true, if that is true, that is crazy. I would sue the shit out of the NFL. Now, I do have, I don't want to say I have a bone to pick, but I, I do, I, this is something I, I, I don't understand too, right? As much as the medical staff should be at fault with how they botched you know what I'm saying? Tua Tungavailoa's situation. I mean, we, the whole world saw him hit his head, shake the cobwebs out, stumble. I mean, it was just, it was a terrible look. It was a terrible look. Um, But that would be very, very unfortunate if they say, hey, man, you got to retire because if you take another good one like this, like that one rocked you. And then the second one rocked you even more. Had they given you time to stay off? Cool. But here's the deal. Where, like, where, Tua, you are, you're your own man. You know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, or you don't know what happened because you're concussed. So you, you maybe, you don't know what happened. But like, when you come to and they tell you, here's what happened, man, it was your this and that, you know if your body is ready to go. Like, if you feel like, man, I want to preserve myself like you. You should have a say at least. And people in your corner should have, you know, what I mean, said should have said, yo, man, chill out. But like Tua himself could have said, man, I don't know if I feel I feel good with this, man. I, at least this is me. Like if I freaking I knew I bashed my head. 
And I look back at the tape because you know you're going to look back at the tape. Let's just say I don't remember. And I look back at the tape like, yo, that's rough. But I feel good. But like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, yo, this team's going to be just fine. I think I'm going to chill. Let me get a second opinion. Let me get at this. Let me get at that. And I don't know if he did all that, but at least you have a say. Don't put that responsibility in somebody else's hands. Like, I'll, I'll never, I'll never understand that. You can't put it in that person's hands. He is, he or she is the specialist. Yes. But like, they're going to ask you, how do you feel? I'm not in you. Tell me how you feel. The test tell me this, but how do you feel? I don't know, man. And there are sometimes reverse the roles where they clear you and they ask you how you feel. And you're like, yo, I still see, I still like the light kind of still messes with me. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, it, we thought like with the test you did well, but if you still see like you're kind of hazing, you're this. Okay. We'll, we'll sit, we'll sit you out. So like, what's up? What's up with, with, with two or not saying and speaking up and like, yo, I don't, I don't feel right. I don't know. And I'm not there. I'm not there. So I can't, I can't jump in and, and, and say that, but like, my goodness, man, that's craziness. Somebody say, yo, Rev says, yo, we're not about to start clapping up for guys who are injured. No, we don't do that. We definitely don't do that. Cause like, I mean, that could be anybody, man. That could be anybody, right? You could be working next to somebody, anybody that works construction or, you know what I'm saying? You're playing pickup with one of your boys and your boys, you know what I mean? He, he smacks his head and he's like, nah, I can play. You're like, yo, we just saw what happened, man. Sit your ass down. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like you would, somebody would, you think somebody would come in and, and, and say something. So yeah, we don't, we don't clap for that. We don't, there's, there's none of that. We just don't do that. That ain't cool. But if it'd be extremely unfortunate, if, if his career is in jeopardy because of the negligence of the, the NFL PA and the NFL, they failed this kid, man. That's a kid. That's a baby, man. 20, what? 20, 25. If he's 25, you know what I'm saying? And you, and you like, and that's it. Because you put that, they, man, that, that's a, that's unfortunate, man. But I will say this, not to not to get off that key, but you know what is fortunate for the Buffalo Fanatics is that we added a new member to the Bing Squad, Hank Lucas. What up, Hank Lucas? <laughs> Welcome to the Bing Squad, my G. Bang, 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 bang. I don't know what that was, but my bell doesn't work, so I'm like trying to <laughs> trying to make shift that we got a bell, but. I'm gonna say this, man. I, I don't, I don't like it, man. I, I'm, I was hoping that Tua would have said something. Uh, what's Mike, Mike Hartle got to say? Let's not be too tough on Pickett in this first game. We want him to stick around for ten years, like Mac Jones and Tua. Mediocrity is good for our. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, man, that's that's honestly that's how I feel about this whole thing, man. You are ultimately responsible for your freaking self. Speak up and say something. Speak up and say something. And to and and for those, I I highly doubt people are doing it, and I really hope they're not. But nobody's nobody wants to applaud or yes, he's out because no nah, man, anybody trying to see that because you saw, we all saw what happened, man. That looked ugly. Up. I digress. But if that's the case, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that my man, uh, Mr. Matthew Krepnick, uh brought that up. Uh, I'm gonna be paying attention. But if that is the case, man, what un, what um, that's unfortunate, man. That's really unfortunate. Uh, Scott Blake says, "Yo, fusion some of those bones in his neck. Excuse me, fusion of some bone in his neck. Don't know the doctor the DR turns, but uh, guess not that uncommon for players returning, but also could end up being a Woods retirement settlement. Yeah, well, fusing anytime you fuse bones, eesh, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that, but I mean, I've I've heard things like that happen where they fuse it and get it right back together." But hey, we shall see. But folks, uh, listen, man, 
I don't want to recap too much because we we beat this. We beat the Ravens. They melt down. I had uh, a couple of Ravens uh, friends of mine um, that were talking shit before the game, and I was going to have them call in, but uh, none of them were available and didn't get back to me in time. One of them wasn't available, and one of them get back to me in time. Uh, however, listen, man, we're three and one. Folks, we are three and freaking one. And uh, we've got some some challenges up ahead, but nothing that we can't handle. Nothing that we freaking can't handle, man. And uh, we got the, the Steelers up next, and it, it ain't going to be easy. But guess what? The more games that we have under our belt, the better we're going to get, the more chemistry that we'll gain, um, the more together that we'll be. And winning is contagious. We keep winning. You know say We want to taste victory again and again and again. And uh, right now we got the freaking Steelers and we'll talk more about the Steelers uh, on Friday. And uh, I got a couple Steelers buddies that I'm going to have to call and see if they want to come on the show and talk their ish, but they may not be in a position to talk ish because right now they're staring at a, they're staring at a one and three record and they're going up against one of the best, the hottest teams in the NFL. And that is the Buffalo bills. How nice is it to actually say that? Isn't that a beautiful thing? I love every bit of it. So, um, Questions, concerns, you guys can jump in right now. This is your opportunity um, to uh, let us know how you feel. What are you? What are we? What are we? What are we looking at, folks? Are you have any questions? Let me know. Uh, I couldn't bring up my for some reason I couldn't bring up the uh, the screen for my fantasy team, so I can kind of give you guys the the look. Two things I actually want to bring up when we when we uh, last Friday we looked at our games right, and uh, we were picking, we we're doing the pickums, and I want to see how accurate we were. In our pickums, so let me, if I can find my page that we were writing all that stuff down. Let's see how accurate we were. So, the Vikings narrowly won, so we were we were good with that one. I picked Cleveland to win, and there were a few of you guys in here that were like, "Nah, man, I like Atlanta," and Atlanta won that one. So, that one was like I was I I picked that one personally, but. Most of you guys were saying Atlanta. So I'm going to give it to the crowd. The crowd said Atlanta, right? Buffalo, obviously, we won that game. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, Dallas Cowboys won. We picked that one. Detroit, y'all had the opportunity to win that game. We picked Detroit to win that one. We lost that one. Seattle just, I mean, where the hell was the defense in that? Yo, I feel bad for the Detroit. I feel bad for the Detroit Lions, man. Yo, King Cam, you're right, man. You guys called it. Atlanta was going to win that game. You guys called it. And I was like, nah, can't see it happening. I can't see it happening. So it sure did. It happened, right? But Detroit, come on, guys. 48 points to, to Geno Smith. I'm not hating on Geno Smith. Geno's all right. He's playing all right. But 48 points for crying out loud, man. Not cool. Let me take a little side note to my guy, Jeff, Jeff King. Jeff King says, yo, for Tua... Unfortunately, this may end his career. I really hope it's not. My goodness, man. A lot of heat coming down, man. Nobody wants to be associated with, an, with another possible concussion. Absolutely not. It's, a, it's an ugly topic. But y'all could have... Y'all... Listen, man. Instead of... Man, you saw what was happening, man. Yo, he's out of the game. Until we assess more, we'll know. Right? Like me and my Jeff... Me and my man, my buddy Jeff, we're talking, man practicing medicine these guys are practicing you know what i mean if that doesn't work we'll practice another thing that is where we'll practice something else we'll practice something until we get it right so like if you weren't 100 sure with this guy sit his ass out but y'all now you got this guy potentially with career ending i mean i don't i'm, I'm speculating here because of what 
but he said so i don't want to say his career ending so um we'll see but yes it is absolutely irresponsible and if he has to retire which really blows sue the out of the nfl you know what i'm saying and the NFL's gonna try to oh we didn't do it. No, 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 no. NFL, NFL PA, every last one of these suckers, man. Suitor asses, man. Real talk. <laughs> yo, Mike Mark Carlos says, yo, at least you're owning up to these picks. Yes, I am. Anyway, let me proceed. Um, we said the Texans were gonna win. We were grossly, grossly wrong. The Chargers absolutely woke up, so we were wrong on that one. Uh Indy. Indy won, didn't they? Who did Indy play? Or did they lose? What the heck? Like, I, I'm trying to remember. Did, did Indy win? It's funny. I haven't really looked at... Uh, I didn't watch a lot of the uh, the highlights. But uh, let's... I think Indy won, didn't they? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Did Indy win? I can't remember if they did or not. Tennessee. Oh, that's right. They played Tennessee. You're right. Tennessee won. So we lost that one. I thought Indy was back. Shaquille, Shaquille Leonard was back. You know what I'm saying? Gilmore's out there. Okay, they just beat the Chiefs, so they're on a high. They're going to win that game. Freaking bu- Yo, Matt Ryan, is he, is he done? Is it is it over for him? What's going on, man? He hasn't been the same since he freaking blew that Super Bowl. Golly, man. Come on now. Anyway, Indy freaking loses. So we lost the night when I picked the Indy. We picked the Giants to win. Did the Giants win that one? I think the Giants won, right? Yep, the Giants went to three and one. Can you listen? I have a buddy of mine that's a Giants fan, and he he sends me a message. He's like, "Frick, Daniel Jones is out now." <laughs> he goes, "Now Tyrod's in." I was like, "All right, at least Tyrod, you have an ability. You have a guy that's gonna move around and do some things." He's like, "I, I think like ten minutes later, he's like Tyrod's out." I was like, "What? What do you mean he's out?" He's like, "Dude, concussed." <laughs> what? He's like, "Yo, he got his knock. He got his head blown off, so he's he's out." So Saquon Barkley was manning. Oh my, what a mess the Giants are. So who knows what's happening? But they're three and one. They won that game. So we called that one right. Philly, we called that one. Um, I thought Pittsburgh was gonna win this game. And we thought, we thought we, I think we all collectively thought Pittsburgh was gonna win this game. That didn't happen. So we can put an X on that one. Panthers, holy crap. What is going on with Baker Mayfield? Freaking Baker Mayfield, man. If listen, his career might be done if they move on from him and they say, All right, man, we're done. This experiment is not working. Sam Darnold, you get back into there. Yo, I, I think Baker Mayfield might be done. Real talk, man. What the hell's going on, man? You got a decent little receiving core, not horrible, but they they can roll. You got McCaffrey back there. My goodness, man. Whew. Anyway, Panthers blow. They lost that one. Green Bay, the pack. What did Green Bay do? The Green Bay win. I wasn't. I'm, yeah, Packers beat the Patriots, 27-24. What a close game! But we play. We pick Green Bay to win. We picked the Raiders to win because they needed to win that one. And KC, obviously, they won. And the Rams. I expected the Rams to win with Jimmy G playing. So, so how many we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oof. <laughs> yeah, guys, we need to be better. <laughs> we we need to be better, man. We only picked seven games right. So. We got until next week. We're going to pick some games on Friday. Let's pick some games on Friday, and we'll do it up again. Uh, and then we'll go from there. But golly, Jimmy G. Yo, if you're a owner of... Look, there's several fantasy guys right now that just aren't doing it. They aren't doing it. I don't know what's going on. 
And I own one of them. And that is Mr. Allen Robinson. If you're a George Kittle, you got Kittles. Not good. Jonathan Taylor, not good. Kyle Pitts, not good. There are some guys out there that are just not performing. They are not freaking performing, man. It's brutal. It is brutal, man. But Baker Mayfield, boy, oh, boy, you are looking like every bit of the bum that you are, friend. And I was I was rooting for this guy. They disrespected his ass in Cleveland. He's going to make up for it. He's Let's go, Baker. Same old crap. All right, my fantasy team, just before I get out of here, folks, my fantasy team, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's been playing okay. Okay. I need him to be better, but he's playing all right. Davis Coolers, you're absolutely right, man. Dude, Jimmy G is 7-0. I think he's 7-1. He's actually 7-1 against the Rams. My goodness, man. Good on him. Good on him, man. Scott Blickley says, yo, the Carolina coach is done. Leslie Frazier, next job. Yo, that Matt Rule guy, he, he should have been done last year. He should have been done last year. And now he's even like, yo, he's got to go and so does Baker. Or they get somebody in that can that can get to Baker. I don't know. But yeah, that Matt Rule guy, go back to college, big guy. Go back to college. But anyway, Joe Burrow, I got Christian McCaffrey. I got Josh Jacobs. I had a massive game last game that was well needed. Freaking well needed. <laughs> yo, Mac, <laughs> yo, Mike Hartle said, yo, your picks are trash. Yo, listen, I didn't pick those all by myself. Hey, jackass. You guys picked it with me. So you guys are taking that L just like I am. Anyway, uh, I got uh, Adam Thielen. He's playing, he's playing pretty decent the last couple of games. He's shown up. I got Jahan Dotson. I made a trade for Jahan Dotson. I had Michael Carter from the Jets, and I traded early for Jahan Dotson, right? So now I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Jahan Dotson. He had a decent game. He had a touchdown with 43 yards. I got Darren Waller. He's only as good as, as uh, Derek Carr is going to be, and if they Devontae is covered, then I got uh, Darren Waller is going to come through. He came through for me last week, so I was good. Isaiah McKenzie came through. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Allen Robinson, a bum. I don't know what's going on with Allen Robinson, but he's killing me. Um, Tyler Bass is my kicker, and I took the Colts defense. What a disaster the Colts defense is. So now I got to drop their asses after they play Denver because Denver is some ass right now. So I'm going to let Mr. Let's Ride come in and freaking throw three picks and get my Colts defense back at it, and then I'll drop them. And then on my, my and this is the thing. This is my bench. I'm holding out hope. For James Cook. I'm holding out hope. So I have him just stashed there. Just cause. Right? Then I got Kenny, I got Kenny Walker. But right now, Rashad Penny's doing it right now. So Kenny Walker got to chill. I'm in a 14-team league. That's a lot. The, the free agency is slim pickings. Slim pickings. So uh, I got Alec Pierce. That's the culture receiver. He's starting to come on right now. And then, and I just picked up Velas Jones. Because Vels Jones was on the bench, and now he's ready. He's 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 going to be getting in there now. Justin Fields, who the heck knows what's going on with Justin Fields? I have no idea. So I listen. I'm taking a chance on Vels Jones, but right now, I dropped, I dropped Josh Palmer because I had Josh Palmer from the Chargers to pick up Khalil Shakir. So I'm gonna pick Khalil Shakir up, and we're gonna shake up the world, baby. We're gonna see how this plays out. So. um I put in, uh, and I also put in a transaction for Mike Boone. If you guys don't know who Mike Boone is, he's the backup in Denver. J- Javante Williams is done, so Mike Boone's going to get a chance. So we'll see how that plays out, folks. But that's my fantasy team. So pff, we're, we're, we're right now, my record is 2-2. Two and two. We're at 500. We're okay. I should have had a win last week, so I should be 3-1, and one, but we'll take it. 
but uh, that's my fantasy to you, folks. So listen, folks, we did our pickums. We didn't do we didn't do too, we didn't do so hot. So we're gonna have to try to get our act together on Friday. So we'll do some pickups on Friday. Pick some teams. We'll go from there. Um, and uh, I'm gonna get some uh, some guests to come on as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, maybe a content creator. I might go find myself a content creator to come out here and talk Pittsburgh and some friends. And uh, and we'll do it up, man. Friday night, and then I'm off to Buffalo Saturday night. I'll see you guys there. If you guys are tailgating, hit me up, DM me, let me know where y'all at, and I'll meet y'all. I'll be uh, meeting some uh, some friends uh, that'll be down there, and uh, my man John Formichella. I'm gonna be meeting my man Johnny, and uh, and we'll be out there, man. So, folks, that's it for me, folks. I appreciate y'all tuning in. You guys are always gracious. Smash that like before you get out of here. Uh, you don't have to be here, but you are. You're rocking with your boy, so it's much appreciated. Doesn't go unnoticed, and uh, and just like that. It's my time, folks. So you're always appreciated. The Bills are three and one. It feels good. You know what I'm saying? And we we have an opportunity to, to mount up and get on that four and one. And uh we got some we got we got some teams to play, man. We got the Steelers and then a very big game after that. You know who it is. We ain't gonna talk about them until it's time to talk about them. But let's get let's get business taken care of with the Pittsburgh Steelers. At home in Buffalo, we cannot let a rookie come in and disrupt what we got going. Let's keep that momentum going. Let's keep it going heavy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. I'm, you're much appreciated. Have yourself a great freaking week. We'll see you back on Friday. Tune in tomorrow for my guy Rev. He's going to be revving it up. Something spicy for y'all. I'm sure he will. So, folks. Until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 mafia bills, mafia, yeah. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Call me now, listen. Everyone play their position. Buffalo got a tradition. They say we tripping. They better get out our way. Top of the table, we flipping. We on a mission. Got an unstoppable team. Continue to follow your dream. By any means. Buffalo, Buffalo, get in the Super Bowl ring. Cause we the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we the Buffalo, 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 Buffalo Bills. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 yeah. Repping the mafia, 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 mafia bills, mafia, yeah. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Mafia up in your city. Time to get gritty, screaming and yelling, we bugging. Look at the red and blue, stadium flooded. Homie, your city is nothing. Home God, we can do it. Every yard, we improve it. Each down, we move it. Buffalo Bills is coming. Better get ready, cause you know we not losing. Yeah. Got it.
another touchdown, 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 yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Got another touchdown, 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 yeah. Cause we done buffalo, 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 buffalo bills. Yeah, we done buffalo, 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 buffalo bills. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Ripping the mafia, 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 yeah. Ripping the mafia, 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 mafia feels, mafia, yeah. You better know that. Look how we throwing and catching, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. You better know that. Look how we running and hitting, cause we are unstoppable, yeah. Sanchez. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.